As promised, I would be becoming more consistent again in podcasts so that you can have your brain awakened. Talking about brain awakening, Ken. Well, that's a... (laughs) Talking about brain awakening, you're the master at C60. By the way, I started reading Bulletproof last night. Oh, cool. Um, The new one that he did, you know, the one where you can... uh, the biohacking one where he talks about all the different um, ways to live longer. Mm-hmm. You know that book? And the first thing he talks about is, just, is I ingest this carbon-infused oil. He didn't mention it by name in the beginning. And his story is really, you know his whole story, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was fat, pre-diabetic um, at 14. I mean, he was a complete mess. And now he's this really interesting person. For those of you who don't know, Dave Asprey, I'm talking about. Dave Asprey, how do you pronounce his name? Asprey? A.S. Asbury, yes, Asbury. Um, so I got some questions, okay, which I know people are curious about. They're like, oh man, I gotta do the C60 stuff. You know, it's oil, I mean, yeah, and, and Dave is using our product, by the way. He is, right? So, no. All right, all right. So question for you. I always do it, you know, in the morning I wake up and I've got this routine. And I think a lot of people can follow this routine. I think it's a good routine. I wake up at 8 o'clock. I do two meditations. I do my Wim Hof breathing, right? I have two glasses of water, one in between each meditation. And then right around 9 o'clock, I will do my C60 on an empty stomach, let it sit in my mouth for about two minutes, and then 9.30 I'll take my vitamins on an empty stomach with some greens. Is that the right way? I mean, taking it, because I've always taken it on an empty stomach. Oh, no, that's, that's yeah, that's uh, that's the right way. It's, uh, you gotta be careful, if, like if you've never taken an oil before, now you're used to it, but if like a person's out there listening does never taken an oil before, you know, you got your body has to learn to digest it. So for those people, sometimes you need to take food. Otherwise, you might be visiting the bathroom faster than you anticipated. But I think the main thing about Dave is, is uh, he's into the intermittent fasting, too, which is you know, compressing your, your eating time down to a window. If you, if you have weight, that's really important. Excessive weight. Excessive weight. No, but then people yeah. like me who are skinny, the intermittent fasting really is not like it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not a relevant thing. But it's for for people that you know. It, it tends to happen. You know, when you're younger, you don't need to do it. As you get older, sometimes you need intermittent fasting. Basically, that's uh, and it just it just you know, four six to four hours is probably where you want to go if you got a little extra weight and you're older. When you're in your 20s and 30s, you know, you may not need that at all. But as you get older, it just and also it's you because know, you think of average person, right? They get up in the morning, maybe they're early, go get to 7.30 or something, eight, get a, get a meal, do the lunch, go home at night, eat a meal at six, seven o'clock at night, and then they maybe have a late night snack watching television. So their digestive system's working 18 hours a day. And then they have problems wondering why, you know, things aren't working so well. And, you know, if you worked 18 hours a day, you'd be, you'd, uh, you'd be in bad shape. So the no, same for your digestive system. So that's what intermittent fasting does. It just takes down the, you know, so your digestive system's only working an eight-hour day, and, and it just works better that way. It's not exhausted and burnout. I mean, it's funny. It's interesting because I will stop eating dinner. I was eating at 9 o'clock. I was eating at 6 when I was in L.A. So 
I'll stop eating dinner now. I'm shooting for seven, and then mm -hmm. I don't do anything till nine the next morning. So that's plenty of hours, 14 yeah. hours. Yeah, if you're skinny, then you don't need to worry about that because you, you work out a lot in your I diet. Do. I do. I work out a lot, and I've been doing, you know, and I'll give you an update. So I bought myself a PEEMF machine. Okay. You know those, right? Yes, I do. I have one. You have one? Yes. They are, I'll tell you, the, <laughs> do you have the rings or the pads? I have, I have one that can, you can change to either the rings or pads. I usually use the pads, so unless it's like a, if you're working on your knee or something, or some specific like elbow or something, then, then the, the, the rings are good, but the, the pad is better for just like general overall. Well, the rings are great for eyes. Oh, you, can't, you can't really put that whole big pad on your eye. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't really wouldn't work. <laughs> that would freak you out, right? So I do, I've got a, a regimen at night, right, where I will do, um, I'll do the rings, I'll do 20 minutes at the back of the head, right? Mm -hmm. Which are uncomfortable because you're laying on those rings, but I've got a massage table. I'll do, I'll do it on the side, and then I'll do it in the front. And it's interesting how when you really get into it, you can crank that thing up. You don't realize how much you've cranked it up because your body just gets so, I don't know, it's almost like your body gets sucked in to the pulse. So I'll do that. And then the morning when I'm meditating, I will lay on it and I will do my upper back one day for an hour. And, you know, that's about how long I'm meditating for. And I'll do my lower back area for, you know, an hour one day. And I will actually do my Wim Hof during my PEMF session which is pretty, it's pretty intense. You know, you're breathing in, you're breathing out, you're breathing in, you're breathing out, you're getting pulsed. I mean, what, the, the PMF is, look, it was expensive. I mean, I bought it because um, the guy I was working, one of the healers I was working with says, it's just absolutely amazing healing yourselves, your eyes, you know, your which, body. Which brand did you get? I've got, I got the, I got the, um, I got the one that's the, the good one, the, um, um, there's a couple. There's the Pulse Harmonic, and then there's uh, there's there's actually several out there. <laughs> yeah, I got the one that Harari used. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that you know, it's about fifteen grand for the. Uh, the oh blue yeah. Car yeah, you know that one, right? Yes, I do. Blue, yeah, the blue portable carrying case. I mean, tell people because I, I tried. Like I was doing a podcast last week, and I was trying to explain it. It's like, and, and this is all you know, Jerry Tennant stuff. You know, Pulse. You know. People will cure lots of different things. So tell people what, you know, when you put rings on your eyes and you're sending electrical energy and you're, you're, you're feeding the cells, the mitochondria, everything, right? I mean, what, yeah, well, what are these? Well, first off, it's a DC pulse. It's not like AC. It's not coming like the stuff out of your wall socket. It's a DC pulse. And, and basically, it, uh, it's inducing electron flow in your cells and strengthening cell membranes. And so, and that's really important because a good strong cell membranes is the key to health. And I think it's also that whole electro throw also balances uh, the ionic ion balance inside the cells, which is the key thing. I mean, if you don't have your good ion balance, you know, you can't release hormones. You can't, uh, you can't do your neurotransmitters. You can't, you know, intake and outtake things out of your cells very efficiently and if you can't do that then you can't have healthy cells how long you've been doing PMF for oh damn years I mean it, it's pretty like you can do it like it's pretty amazing if, if you 
when you feed your cells and your eyes, your eyes are tingling all day. Oh, you know, it's, it's a weird. <laughs> I use the, the things on my face. I haven't actually done that. I've, oh, yeah, I've done it on my face. Oh, okay. I'll have to try that. Yeah, because I usually, I'll, I'll use like the coils on my, like if I got a, one, one knee that I had a wreck, you know, on that's still a little bit acting up on me or, uh, or the back's really good. I use the, and, and what really is good is when you lay on the, pl the pad, it, uh, it, it increases your heart rate variability which is a sign of good heart strength health. So that's one of its really good benefits. Yeah, it, it's pretty cool. You know, I've also been doing hyperbaric chambers. Oh. Yeah. Did you actually go to a place for that? I go to a place, not the medical grade one, because that's hard, to, you know, you gotta, you gotta like a medical doctor yeah. for that, but it's the next one, whatever it is. Yeah, and I've been doing it like, it's reasonable. It's like 45 bucks for a 90 minute session. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah. yeah and that's know. one of the things. Yeah. People, if you people, listeners out there, if you've got neuropathy, you know, pain in your feet or whatever elsewhere, that hyperbolic chamber is one of the few things that can really help you with that. It's really good for your eye health too. Dr. Andy Rosenfarb, who is the eye acupuncture guy, right? Says Ooh, that. That sounds terrible. I know, right? So he's got, he's <laughs> eye acupuncture. I think I'll pass. <laughs> well, no, he's, he does it around your eyes, not oh, in your eye. Around your eye. Yeah. Okay, not in your eye. Okay, no, I no, just no, go no. like, whoa. That's no, so he, <laughs> and you'll love this. He talks about the, um, what it does is it builds up your, um, your stem cells again. Oh, yeah. All around your eyes and other places because, you know, you're breathing it in, you're in there. I mean, I've been doing it like crazy. I mean, it is, I, I will, it's amazing. It's like, I'll get in there and I'll start blacking out, but I'll go somewhere on those blackouts, you know, and you breathe. If you breathe really deep in when you're in there, I mean, you're just taking in the oxygen and the pressure and just, it, it's a, it's a great experience. I mean, I've been doing a lot of, um, just a lot of interesting healing things. I've got, um, what else another thing I've been doing? Uh, red light therapy, have you done red light therapy? Yep, I've got, uh, I've got some of the uh, stuff at home. I even have a little hat I put on. Oh, you have a hat? Yeah, a little hat, red light hat. It's actually for hair, but I use it for brain. They found that these people were getting Alzheimer's and they actually, you ever seen those light reliefs, those little pads they used to put on you? Yeah. They basically took three of those and they put them in a little helmet and they were giving it to Alzheimer's patients like 30 minutes a day, twice a day. Their Alzheimer's went away. Really? That deep infrared goes right in there. So slap that pad on top of your head and, and, and let those infrared uh, rays get into your brain. It seems Funny, to break up the plaques and help your brain flush out. I do, I do because it's great for your eye health, right? Mm -hmm. And I will just stand in that infrared you know, panels between two panels. I'll just stare right into the red light. Oh, you got the you got the big panel ones then. I got the big panel ones. I go to this place and I got the big panel oh, ones. Okay, yeah, that, that's yeah. Yeah, I'll just you know, I'll stare right at it for twenty minutes, and it's just at the end, you're just like, wow, this feels so good. So you got. Uh, it sounds like Atlanta has quite a collection of all the things you had in L.A. Or sounds like they're completely available in Atlanta just as well. Same stuff. I've been doing the same cool. exact stuff. Yeah. Same things. Oh. But the infrared light's interesting. I just want to buy the panel at home. Do you, there's a certain brand that you bought? Uh, no, I, yeah. Be care, be careful on that. You want like eight thirty nanometers and there's some that are just like, they're great, but they're really, really expensive. So you can buy ones, you know, that are 
better, better and cheaper if you go look out there. You want to make sure that they got a really dense uh, infrared uh, LEDs in that thing. And uh, with some, some of those spread out. That down. 830 nanometers? 830. I think it's 830 and 620 are the two frequencies. But 830 is the deeper one. It goes deeper into your body. It's 830, 840, something like that. Just check it out on the internet. And uh, that's the one that's, uh, that does the real, uh, the real deep healing. Because the, the, basically, the longer the frequency of light, infrared light, the deeper it will go in your body. Red light is like four, is like, you know, six, six bucks. Was it 450 or something like that? Whatever it is, nanometers. Yeah, it's, so, pretty, yeah. it's pretty amazing. How are your floaters doing? Eh, they're still there. I got something for you. What? Okay. Nah. I'll be happy to looking for something on floaters. C60 doesn't fix your floaters. Just no, it doesn't. I mean, today I was playing. You ever play with the floater? You know, like you're in the shower, oh, yeah. you see the black dot. Like it's yeah. like it's like four feet in front of you, and you watch it come down, and you like you try to yeah. grab it. And you think to yourself, no, it really isn't in the air, is it? Right. So <laughs> there was one today. I, I, I mean, it's only after I do a lot of computer. You know, if I when I'm trading for two hours, I'll, I'll get it afterwards and stuff like that. But um, it's the floaters I hate and the eye twitching. Sometimes when I look at my phone, it's the muscles in my eyes will twitch, mm. you know, which is like, that's been happening forever because you're looking at something that's so little, you know, and it is actually better for your eyes not to put on your glasses and actually look at it, you know, where, because I've got the blue screen protector on it, but I've got something called NeoCell. Hold on one second. Don't go anywhere. I'll show you the bottle, okay? Okay, because this cool. is something that's been working my floaters well that's good because that's hard to find uh things that work on floaters i mean large doses of vitamin e seem to help as well but uh they can have side effects it's a uh, neocell hyaluronic acid oh yeah hyaluronic acid okay hyaluronic acid's been getting rid of the floaters oh well that's is it uh i guess they have a super high level of it yeah, I don't know. I bought this one. It says for skin hydration and stuff, but then there's another one. Um, it's got a pretty decent, and you know, what does it have in here? Amount per servings, uh, 100 milligrams. I mean, it's not a lot, so you take oh. three of them. Take three of them, so you're doing about 125, 150, no, you're doing about 150 milligrams, so you take three in the morning. But for some reason or another, it works. Oh, no, that's, that's an excellent thing. I didn't know hyaluronic acid is uh well it's it's possible but that's yeah because i also had somebody that they said that they took like large amounts of vitamin e to help so i've been taking vitamin e but it hasn't seemed to help that much no i've been doing the vitamin e i've been doing the uh hyaluronic acid so how's the uh how's the COVID stuff going in colorado i don't know i don't know anybody who has it there's like, some people i knew that had it but they it went away uh it's just yeah i think it's I think it's mostly hype. And if you look at the number of people that have passed off, you're right, you know, they're almost always above, you know, 70 with multiple health issues. Right. And, and I really wonder about the, uh, you know, the, 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 so the claims that they're making, right. Cause if you look at the total number of uh, deaths, like heart disease and cancer and the flu and all these other things, you know, have gone way the hell down. Yeah. They almost so, don't like, exist. Yeah, exactly. Like COVID's cured all these other things that used to kill people every year. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, it's just a little suspicious to me. 
Well, you know what I've realized, you know, I've noticed a lot of people have something this month. My daughter had it, um, a friend of mine has it, my intern has it. You know what they have? What? The common cold. Oh my God, yeah, well, that's, they'll probably list it as, co as CV. Isn't that interesting? Like, I know, like, I know probably four or five people in the last two weeks that have a cold. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it's yeah. that time of year. It's that it's time of year. Yeah, well, that's, and also that's why you need to take your vitamin D for people listening out there. That's why people get sick in the wintertime. You don't, vitamin D is synthesized in your skin by the sun. When you got all your clothes on and hanging out inside, you're not getting any sun, so your vitamin D levels go down. So supplement at least 5,000 IUs, international units of uh, vitamin D a day with vitamin K, which helps the body process the vitamin D. I think the vitamin D does something like 2,000 biochemical processes in the body. You need your vitamin D. I do. There's a, there's a great brand, um, Quicksilver. Oh yeah, Quicksilver. I know the guy. He lives he lives in town here. I figured Quicksilver is great because it's all uh, nano emulsified, mm -hmm. and they have the I, I do the vitamin D D vitamin K combo, and yep. then I do the vitamin B, which is I presume probably all your vitamin Bs that are in there, and just two two pumps a day under your tongue. And that nano emulsified actually gets in there instead of the capsule because these capsule shits the war. I mean, I hate the capsules. Yeah, well, they, they, their efficiency is less. I mean, but uh, yeah, the liposomally delivered stuff, which he's, uh, which he's really uh, Quicksilver is really specialized in, is uh, is pretty good stuff. You ever take his stuff? Uh, yeah, I think I have some of his stuff somewhere. Yeah, I've taken it. So what are, what other toys do you got besides? Uh, Besides all the ones, it's amazing. Every toy that every toy that I mentioned, you already. Oh, I got that. I already got that. I mean, I was yeah, like, oh, I got the I got the shake machine. You got one of those. The shake machine you stand on. No, how do you like that shake machine? Uh, that, that it. You know, it doesn't do all the exercise, but it'll kick your ass. You do thirty minutes on the shake machine or twenty minutes on the shake machine. It's just like, oh, I don't know what they. It's not the call. It's not the name is the shake machine. It's just what I call it. But uh, no, that's that's one of that's just a good way to get some some exercise. It's not the only way you should do it. I got I got a Beamer. What's that? The Beamer. It's a it release. It's it's a, it releases. It, it's a specific frequency that uh, causes capillary dilation. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. I don't know what this is. I'm taking notes, man. Talking to Ken is always great. You guys all got to grab some notes. So it's called the Beamer. Yeah, it's B E M E R, just all capital letters. I think it was discovered and it's produced in Germany. I think and they. And it's all scientifically backed up that the specific frequency of electromagnetics uh, dilates your capillaries. And of course, your capillaries are you know, where the blood flows, the smallest of the blood veins or blood vessels. And so when your capillary flow increases, you know, healing for parts and pieces and organs goes up because your blood flow basically increases. So let me ask you a question. Okay, you have all these toys and stuff. You got rid of your macular degeneration. Do you think the C60 was the final catalyst because you had all these other toys. You were oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. The C60 was the only thing that could have done it. Yeah, and then there's been multiple people that the same thing happened before. Yeah, because there's no there's no treatment for for macular degeneration. Nothing that even works. So I guess there are a few. But my I was talking to my eye doctor, you know, after my macular degeneration disappeared, and he said, well, you know, there are some treatments for this, but it, they're so the side effects are so terrible. She just bettered off to have the macular degeneration, you know. So he was pretty impressed. But yeah, that's a C60 that definitely does it. C60 is great in her healing neuro. Well, basically, the, your your retina is part of your brain. 
and you get in there, the C60 gets into the neurons and lifts the oxidative burden, and then they can get their they can get their job done. You know, you got your ATP, you got your hormones, you got your neurotransmitters, you got the anti the inflammation is way down because C60 takes care of the oxidative radicals, and and then the body just heals itself. If anyone's interested, I don't know if you probably saw it. It's on on I have a little there's a little C60 Purple Power channel on YouTube. And if you go to the episode Eyes on L, on Eyes on C60, you can see Gary Rodriguez. He was the engineer on my Moxie project. And you know, after I had learned about how it fixed my macular degeneration, which completely surprised me, I wasn't expecting it, obviously. And then I told him about that. And so he was taking like a tablespoon of the C60 in coconut oil uh, every day for a year, and it completely healed the inside of his eyes mac and he had like we have before and after pictures with all these horrible lesions on the inside of his eyeballs it's really horrible looking and then after a year they're all gone so complete wow. of, of severe wet macular degeneration you know it's interesting i um i have not gone back to the eye doctor yet to see where i'm at because i really don't want to i'd like to i i want to do it at, at, at the two-year mark yeah it's, it's just there's just certain goals and, and i was listening the other night <clears throat> to a doctor, you know, did a webinar. And I'll tell you, I was feeling really great, powerful. You know, I, I have so many mantras, heal my eyes. And look at all the great stuff I'm doing. You know, it's like, yeah. I take C60 after I'm on the pulse machine, after I do Wim Hof. I mean, your body can't be more open to, <laughs> to receive, right? You know, yeah. so I listened to this doctor and she was talking about it. And it's like, you, know, you and I, I mean, I have no family history. I'm in great shape, blah, blah, blah. There's not one thing that I was a yes for on that fucking macular degeneration, right? And to have it in your 50s is a 2% chance of having it in your 50s. So I was like, how the hell did I ever get something like this? And then I started thinking, which a lot of people don't know, and this is, this is, this is a, yep. what you, the screens? The screens. You think it's the screens, huh? Oh yeah, the people are getting, the people they are getting macular degeneration in their 30s now. The people sit behind blue, the blue lights and the screens. Of course, you got your glasses on. I should have mine on, but I, I have, but for the show, I don't. So if I wear, I have my glasses, I have an Asus anti-blue light screens. I have a screen saver on my Mac, screen saver on my phone, all anti-blue light by OcuShield, right? Yeah. And the best glasses are the gunner glasses, right? Yeah, I, I mean, that's covered. Huh? I'm covered, right? Yeah. But I was uncovered for a lot of years. Yeah, but since you can you can catch your catch your, catch yourself up with the C60 and elsewise, you'll be back to where you were before. It's interesting. So you think that I was thinking it was also the root canals. Mm, could be that could have something to do with it. But I'd you know I'd probably go more with the blue light. There's like seven percent of the receptors in your eye have absolutely nothing to do with vision. They have to do with you know like the light dark balance you can't actually see with them they're they're like other inputs to your brain and so that's kind of blue light you know jacks up your it also jacks up your sleeping cycle because mm -hmm. it's actually the certain receptors in your eye that pick up the blue light are the ones that say hey it's daytime you know and they cut down the melatonin and do all those other changes in your metabolic pathways to uh to you know to get you functioning during the day but when you're on a screen late at night, you know, it's like blue light and your, your eye receptors are picking it up. Oh, it's still the middle of the daytime. And then people have a hard time sleeping after they get off the screen. And this does, doesn't work with your computer screen. This is also the same with your, uh, 
with your television or even this little guy here. This will put. Uh, this will put. Uh, well, I put Aki Shield. I have Aki Shield on that too. Yeah. So yeah, I, I can, can put it on the nighttime sleepy thing too. Yeah. So, so I I, I, can go, I can go look at my phone without any glasses on because I've got the Aki Shield yeah. screen protector. I mean, and I watch TV. My TV's so far away from me, and I've got the heat. Um, I've got the Tesla lightware. You know those. Yeah. Uh, glasses that have C60 in them? Yeah, you, if you got that, I'm sure you'll find. Yeah, no, it just, it just be, people didn't know this stuff. You know, usually when people find out about stuff, it's after they, they've done it, you know, like asbestos, you know, or something like that. Oops, I guess we should have tested this before we did it. In the same way with, you know, blue lights out of screens, they didn't know that the, their side effects would happen. But when they finally did, then they traced it back to where it came from. It's usually, that's, you know, it's like after the horse has left the barn is when you figure out it's gone. Yeah, it's a weird thing. You, you know, you listen to it and, and a lot of people who are, you know, in the holistic side of things think that it doesn't really matter. You can live with it and not ever have any effects of it. You know, as long as you eat right, take your vitamins, protect yourself from blue lights and you know, do great things, acupuncture, C60, you know, all this stuff. Well, yeah, if you got people, that. A lot of people feel like, you know, it doesn't have to be a curse. No, yeah, because we, yeah, and you're not going to get it from your uh, local optometrist, I can tell you that. You got to go find it from the alternative and healthcare people because, quite frankly, you know, allopathic medicine really sucks at degenerative diseases. You know, if you're cut, burnt, or poisoned, well, Go to your allopathic doctor, but you know if you're trying to work with a degenerative disease, they're not very good at that at solving that problem. So you think people are just walking around with drusen in their eyes and don't mm -hmm. even know it because lots. because of all the screens? What percentage? Oh, do you think? I mean, because I'm on the I'm on my screen. I mean, I trade for two and a half hours in the morning, and then I trade for about an hour in the afternoon, and pretty much avoid the screens the rest of the day. Oh, how's that been going, by the way? All that crazy, crazy, we haven't talked, you know, since we talked last, it's they got, they went through that whole GameStop lunacy and everything else that's been going on out there. It just sounds like things are getting wilder and wilder and more volatile on the, uh, on the markets. Take a look at the riot stock. Take a look at RIOT right now. Take a look at what it was at three weeks ago. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't have the stomach to trade on the market. That's you got to know what you're doing. Yeah, thank God, you're I, sure. thank God I know what I'm doing. Even when I know what I'm doing, I still act like an idiot some days. Yeah, but well, it, it is. It's all Bitcoin now. What do you think of Bitcoin? Well, the thing is, right now, when Bitcoin first took off, to process one Bitcoin would take you know, the energy to turn on and light and off, and then it was enough you know to run a house for a day. Then it was enough energy to run a house for a week. And now it's like over a couple months of energy. Bitcoin blockchain trading takes the entire, would take the entire electrical output of, uh, of Australia, of uh, Argentina now. Well, people know is when you, you got a blockchain, you're, every time you do a transaction, you add more to the blockchain. The chain gets longer and longer and longer. So you need more and more time to do it, or you need bigger and bigger computers. And so to do like when you're in, in a, just another 10 years, you know, or well, it's, it's mine, the very last Bitcoin and continue those transactions. It will take all the electrical energy on planet Earth and all the uh, all the computing power as well. 
because it increases at an exponential rate. And if people understand exponential growth, at one point, it's going to hit a point where it's, it's just, you know, the cost of processing a Bitcoin will be $100,000. You know, that's, that will happen someday. And unless the Bitcoin is worth more than $100,000, it wouldn't be worth processing. And so it's just not going to be worth it to the miners at some point. And then who's going to mine your Bitcoin? Who's going to do the transactions for you? So is that why the prices are going up, huh? Well, the price is going up because of speculative frenzy. But that speculative frenzy is everywhere. It's in real estate prices. It's in uh, the stock market. You know, play, things like Tesla. Come on, give me a break. You know, what is it? A 500 times earning to price ratio? Or maybe it's 1,000 times earning to price ratio. 195 bucks. Yeah, it's ridiculous, just ridiculous things, you know. It's like the stock com bubble. And it's just like the everything bubble. And these things are just blowing up everywhere. And, uh, you know, if you just look at all the prices, you know, you've, just, you've seen that. You, you look at the fundamentals on that stuff. Now, we're in a speculative frenzy because they're creating money out of thin air. And most of that money goes to the rich bastards before it works its way down to the little people. And so all that money is, where are they going to put money? What, you're going to put it in the bank? Zero percent interest? A lot of it's going into uh, real estate. That's why real estate's prices are spiking. But a lot of that money they're creating out of thin air is going into equities, which is pretty much the only place you could put it. And that's just driving prices on certain classes of stocks. I don't know what they call those ones that are going to the moon. But, uh, but you know, what goes up will come down. And we're, we're in a classic real estate bubble. It's, I mean, and a stock bubble, everything bubble. And that's uh, worse than it, like 1929. And when this baby blows, watch out. It's going to be the biggest stock market crash depression in U.S. history. Though technically, we're at a depression right now, according to unemployment figures. It just doesn't. But we, we ignore that. Yeah, of course we ignore that. And and don't believe the their shadow stats. If you want to learn about the real stats, go to the website Shadow Stats. They actually do the processing. You know, like the unemployment rates and the way that they used to do them in the past. Now they just change the constraints to make it look however they want. That's. Reagan-esque. Reagan started that thing, you know. Some figure came in that, that they didn't like, they just changed the constraints and to make it look right. So at, uh, at some point, you know, government statistics became meaningless. You know, it, it, it's interesting, you know, I look at real estate and a friend of mine's buying a house in Los Angeles and he's like, you know, I can't even qualify because I had a down year. I said, well, I said, you know, but you have a ton of money. He goes, yeah, no kidding. So, but I just can't qualify for a loan. I said, and what are prices doing? Oh, they're still going up. In a city where they have wiped out everything and homeless are everywhere, real estate prices are just still going up because California is such a wonderful place to be yeah, and a be, wonderful yeah. place to live. Yeah, it's, it's insane. See, but they just have this hyperinflationary spiral. You know, we're in a hyperinflationary spiral right now. It's not going into prices for the average Joe because that money doesn't go to the average Joe. That money goes to the big boys first and they put it in, you know, real estate speculation and, uh, and, uh, and, you know, stock, stock stuff. Cause that's the only way to do it. Cause you can't, you know, the whole system is just this one giant bubble. And one of these days pop. And it's especially the equity stocks and stuff. They're what's holding the pension funds together. Oh, the, the prices of equities is just, it's ridiculous when you look at it. And then you have people say, well, not really, you know, it's like, you always have the person who says, well, it's not really that expensive compared to X, Y, and Z and all this other stuff. But no, when you have runs, when you look at a riot that was $20, 20 
$20 four weeks ago, and it now closed today at 80. Yeah, 80. see, if you're getting into irrationality, it's like Warren Buffett said, you should be fearful when others are greedy. And that's why, you know, he's actually, his fund actually lost money this year because he's been out of equities pretty much. Because he just sees it as, you know, all those other people, they just see it, same with Jim Rogers and stuff. They just, this is a classic speculative bubble that's just spiking to the roof. <laughs> Look at the charts. And every, you know, it's just like any other speculative bubble. Oh, we're going to make a million. We're going to do everything. Bitcoin's the same thing, spiking to the roof. You know, I mean, what I, Bitcoin doesn't give you a dividend, doesn't pay interest, and you can't use it as a currency anymore. You know, it takes so long to process a Bitcoin now, it's ridiculous. And, and because the blockchain gets longer and longer and longer, it's going to take longer and longer, more and more. You know, at some point, I mean, mathematically speaking, it's at some point Bitcoin goes to zero because it costs so much to process any individual transaction. And, and it's become part of the speculative class. I mean, Bitcoin's great. Bitcoin is great. Like if you want to do a money laundering, hey. You want, you, know, you want to get, let's say, get the money out of the U.S., you could put it in a Bitcoin or some other coin, and you could walk, put it in a tiny chip, put that chip in your coat, walk across, fly wherever, get out that, and cash it back into some sort of fund, and bam, it's there with zero, almost zero transaction costs. That's what's really great about Bitcoin, but, you know, the whole blockchain, I could make a coin that would work, but you wouldn't, it wouldn't be a store of value. And, you know, eventually one of these days when the big boys want to put their own little coin out, which is going to be a disaster as well, uh, they're going to go after Bitcoin and all those other coins because, the, you know, the, if, if the big boys want their coin is, how do they get rid of the other coin? They ban it, right? They'll say, oh, it's being used for drug smuggling and buying illegal weapons by those terrible terrorist, domestic terrorists or something. And so we're going to ban Bitcoin. People think People think Bitcoin's going to 200,000 this year. Oh, it might. It might go up to 200,000. But, uh, but, you know, every transaction on Bitcoin, you're tracked. So if you have Bitcoin, you go out and buy something, you, they can, and they don't need to, to get a subpoena. You, they can just read the blockchain and see where you bought the Bitcoin and where you sold the Bitcoin. So unless you've got some, uh, some completely anonymous IP address, which is pretty damn hard, in that way, you, they can track Bitcoin back to you, especially if you go through exchange or something else, right? Or a bank. It's amazing. I've got, friend, I've got friends who own Bitcoin since it was cheap. And they're, they're probably worth, doing really well. And they're worth like, you know, three, four, five million bucks. And I just keep thinking on myself, Get the if hell out I have a $5 million windfall and I could just give it to a money fund guy or trade it myself, you know, which I would do, and I can make, you know, a certain percentage per month, I would take it out of the speculative play. Oh, absolutely. I would, you would diversify your portfolio. Yeah, you made that, that speculative bet. You, it paid off great for you. Take that, take a big hunk of it out and put it into other asset classes. But they won't. They don't. Well, that's why they're going to lose their shirt when it finally blows up. You know, because it, it, mathematically speaking, it has to go this way. The chain gets longer and longer and longer every time. And the, the increase, it means you need more and more processing power, more and more electricity, more and more, you know, it's, it takes now to do a Bitcoin. It was, you know, flipping a light bulb. Now it takes, you know, uh, several months worth of a house electrical thing. And then it's going to be several years and it's going to be decades, right? 
it's, it's, a, it's an exponential growth curve. You need to get out before it spikes on that exponential on the cost value of it. So there's a sweet spot to get out. And what do you think, uh, do you think that sweet spot is? I don't know. I certainly, if I had a couple hundred thousand, I would get out. Those guys will be 20 million years, you know, take that money and put it in a, buy that retirement home of your dreams in some foreign land. And, uh, you know, or some income producing properties and get the hell out. <laughs> That's what I would do. Yeah, no, I, I really think it hits a hundred grand. So oh, I think it will, you know, sooner than later. Yeah. And I've got a little bit in there. I mean, I never really put a lot. Yeah, I've, got, I've got coin, you know, it's not like I don't have it. It just, it's no, it's, it's a class. It's going to, it's going to spike to the moon and then it's going to come back down on the other side. Cause it's a, it's a speculative, it's a speculative asset. You know, what, so, what, what's your price target? I don't know. hundred thousand, maybe 200,000. Why not? Is that when you would bail? Probably. I mean, it's yeah. just getting started now. It hit, it hit over 50 and it's just, oh, yeah. yeah. It, but it, it's, this, this is, yeah, but really what value does it run? Yeah, exactly. It's, but it's the same with anything. It's the same with the GameStop stock, right? Right to the roof. And then just like anything else, when something goes up like that, it comes back down like that. I mean, well, look, look at your, look at its biology, biology uh, stocks. You look at all the spikes like in the dot-com bubble or... The, all of these other bubbles, the 19, uh, 2009, you know, and you see that it's the same thing. It spikes up and then it comes back down. And so when you see something spike up really, really fast and high, you know, it's going to come back down really, really fast and quick. So that's, uh, that's just the na nature of the universe. It's, it applies across all kinds of things. And, and hey, but that's, you know, you write it up, you just know when to get off. So you don't go back down. It's like the price of tulips, right? And the tulip mania. And I've studied that, uh, you know, those various manias that happen. Yeah, it's and, interesting, uh, Ken. I, I don't have much. I mean, honestly, I've got like a quarter of a Bitcoin. I never really, yeah. I, I, ne I never bought much into it at all, unfortunately. And if I did, I'd be sitting here right now and I'd invite you to my house, you know, because I would have cashed out. I would have probably yeah. cashed out when I was worth couple of million dollars from an investment, you know, because yeah. to me, I know the power of compound interest. I know the power of trading mm -hmm. and I know what I can do trading conservatively. I mean, if I was trading $5 million, you know, I <laughs> conservatively can easily make a half a million dollars on that a year, not oh, even yeah. putting, not even putting much time in because it would take so because even if I was wrong on a trade, right, I could still, you know, lower my cost basis and be right. Because when you have, if you have a $5 million trading account, they're giving you four times the buying power. So you're paying with $20 million, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why these big people make a lot of money. A lot of people don't understand that. I mean, you could go and short a stock that's running because you think it's going to stop, right? And it could go up two more dollars. But if you have a loaded gun, you know, you have so much money to play with, you could just wait for that stock to top out and load your gun right there and literally bring your cost up and literally trade, literally make a shit ton of money on it. And that's what's, that's why a lot of people don't understand. It's like a lot of people, these companies, these people have so much money, they could trade their way out of a mistake because there's always more money in the gun, you know, unless, unless they're stupid. 
and they're shorting game stock at 20 at 25 and it goes down to 10 and it goes up to 400 and they can't take loss but even then even now what if game stock is in the 40s again so yeah, even now yeah they're not even they're not even that bad and that's the whole thing and that's what i, I listen to these bitcoin people and i think to myself man you're missing I concentrate more on the stock market than crypto, right? Mm -hmm. And I tell friends who have a lot of money, I go, do you understand? You got $3 million. TD Ameritrade will bend over backwards to take that money and they'll give you four to one buying power. They'll give you probably free options trading. They'll do anything to have you as a client, right? Yeah. And I said, you know, and then I try to explain to them because they're so like, they're so Bitcoin stone. And I said, look, I'm going to show you a trade <laughs> right now, okay, in this stock that's got an average true range of $4, and it goes down $4.50 that day. You start buying at that, and you look at the range of this stock over the last month, right? And I said, and you put in X, Y, and Z, and I show them on paper how, they, you know, we're talking ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 trade they could have made very quickly. And they look at me with, with a straight face because I think a lot of Bitcoin people are smoking something I, I, I want to get a hold of. And they look at me and go, but it's not a Bitcoin. And I'm thinking, I just showed you how to make $15,000, $20,000 in an hour and a half on a Monday morning. I said, but it's, it's fiat. It's fiat. It's not Bitcoin. It, it's all, all money is fiat money. And Bitcoin's fiat money too. Come on, give me a break. What is it? It's just a token. It's just, uh, it's, it has no intrinsic value. None. It's just people believe it has value. That's why it has value. That's the only reason it has value. And that's the same with the US dollar or any of, the, of, these, of these other, you know, currencies that they say are, you know, whatever. But that's what money is. Money is just, an, is, has no intrinsic value in itself. It's just an agreed upon value that something has value. And sure, it's really backed up by a government, but that they're all, yeah, they're all, that time that way it's crazy ken it, it's crazy when i think about it when you try to explain to them and then bitcoin futures came out right and i explained to them how much more money they can make trading futures and they go i'm a whole hodler i hodl bitcoin can be worth a million dollars one day and i take a graph out and i show them what they can why a trader will beat an investor any single time a good trader can beat an investor because a good trader doesn't oh, yeah. deal with the swings and i said all right so your Bitcoin goes up to 100,000 and you're worth $10 million. And it goes back down to 50,000 and you're worth $5 million, right? What did you do when it went down? Oh, I held on to it. What did a trader do when it went down? And then I show them <laughs> what they did, how they bought this dip, sold that dip, bought that dip, sold that dip, shorted here, went long here, right? And I write it down on a piece of paper and they look at me and they go, wow, they make so much more money. And then they look at me and they go, well, I have to learn all that. I said, but it's your money. And if you're worth that much money, you want to learn how to take control of your money. That's the whole point of it. The whole point of it is to enjoy yourself. The whole point of it is to get paid. But it's so funny. They will not pay themselves. They do not. I talk to them and I get blue in the face. You now, know? It's, you know, they, they're believers. What they're going to do is most of these people, it's like the monkey trap. I don't know if you've heard about the monkey trap in Malaysia and other places in Asia. They do is they get a coconut, they have to tie a rope to the coconut, and then they drill a hole in the coconut and it's just put a couple rocks in there. And it's just big enough for a monkey to stick its hand in the coconut. 
and grab those rocks. But once the monkey has those rocks in his hand, he, he makes a fist. He can't get his hand out of that coconut. And you just walk right up to him and bonk him on the head, and it's monkey stew. And even though you're walking up there, the monkey will not release those rocks, you know, once it grabs them. It just, they just grab hold, and that's how you get monkey stew. So, yeah, people are trapped in that. You got to get in and get out. You know, it's, 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 it's a roller coaster ride. You want to ride it, you got to ride that sucker up, but somewhere up there on the top, you need to get out. And you need to put that Bitcoin into real physical assets of some sort, and, uh, or fiat of some sort, another fiat currency. And then, uh, and because that roller coaster is going to go down the back end uh, someday, and you know, and they just, but it's, it's like with any speculative bubble, they think things are just going to go up and up forever. That's not the way it works in the real world. No, I mean, even today, the stock market went down, and you thought, oh, they found the top. Guess what? It was green at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's the plunge protection team. They've got that. The only thing that holds this whole system together is money because there's no anything else holding this country together. And, and the only, and the key on that is the stock market. I mean, the, the, they'll, they'll, the Fed and their bankster friends will create infinite amounts of money out of thin air to keep that market going. Because if that market blows, it's all over for everything. So they'll do whatever it takes to keep it going. Well, Ken, I got I to gotta run because I got a five o'clock call. Talking about five o'clock call, I'm going through TD Ameritrade. They have uh, Bitcoin futures because I, I want I want to ride some stuff down, right? Oh yeah, um, you're gonna you're gonna it's it's gonna happen. Yeah, and, and they're giving me they're giving me my lesson at uh, at five o'clock, which is gonna be really interesting because um, I know how to trade futures, but I've never traded on TD Ameritrade. I've got Ninja Trader, which I hate. It's mm -hmm. it's just I don't know why people like Ninja Trader. No offense, Ninja Trader, but it's just the worst. The worst charts. They're annoying. Uh, they don't work because the driver doesn't work right in my in my gaming computer. But it works fine for every other chart that I have, but not for NinjaTrader. Yeah. But anyway, let's do another one next week. Tell people where they can find oh, yeah. C60. Oh, yeah. Go to c60purplepower.com and, and uh, you can learn about C60. And we got uh, science slash science. We got uh, other links in the site for science. And you can go look at the, the research and stuff. And basically, double the lifespan of test animals. And does like fixed our macular degeneration, so many other things. It's, it's just an amazing antioxidant. I think it's fantastic. All right, Ken, hang out. I'll say goodbye to you properly, okay? okay.